The Brandom Podcast. Welcome to The Brandom Podcast with Brandon Jones. You can find out more about me at Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Or follow the band at BrandonJonesBand.com on Facebook and Instagram. What's Brandom anyway? Ladies and gentlemen, now the host of your show, Brandon Jones. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Brandon. I'm sitting here with Brian, the voice of the Rapid City Rush, and also Coach Bernie, the actual, the main, the dude, the coach of the Rapid City Rush, who are playoff game winning team. What's up? Well, we're uh, excited to be in here with you, my man. I'm excited to have you in here, Coach. Um, so, how long have you been coaching hockey? Ooh, coaching hockey. Yeah. Well, I had a pretty good, uh, successful minor pro um, career playing. Yeah. Um, and then I've been in coaching, I think, for I'm going on nine years now. Nine? Yeah. Was your last year you were a player assistant, right? Your last year playing? Yeah. I, I was a player assistant coach up in Alaska. I retired after we won. Uh, then we ended up going to, um, I ended up becoming an assistant coach up in Alaska with the Aces, mm-hmm. ECHL, and left there. Went to the Western Hockey League in Spokane, spent six years there. Left there, went to Idaho for uh, a year mm-hmm. as an assistant. And then uh, the last year, we were idle because of the COVID. Yeah. And then uh, this year is my first year in Rapid City as head coach. That's awesome. So this will be your first time head coaching. Correct. That's so cool, though. Why? Doing good so far, though. So you were saying you did play pro so for nine years, you say? Or how I long? I played for 13 years, oh, yeah. Oh, 13 years? Yeah, I played 13 years. and Wait, I, I mean, you've played hockey since you could walk, yeah. probably, I'm guessing. Yeah, I grew up in British Columbia, so obviously it's, it's a little bit different there. We, small town, you play hockey in the winter and you play baseball and soccer in the summer. That's And cool. that's all you got. That's so cool. So, so you already answered that question. You're from British Columbia. And... Uh, what do you love about see for for me I'm I'm kind of a baseball guy and I love the right now I'm helping I've got a 14-year-old son that loves he's playing baseball and I've been loving coaching him I have a 16-year-old daughter that I also helped coach and the playing softball and baseball and I just love that interaction of coaching to a player and watching them figure it out watching them get it and then us whether win or lose just the lessons you learn in a game, and I guess that just all of that. I that's my favorite part. Yeah, it's. Uh, I tell the guys a lot of a lot of the coaching at this level too. There's, I, I kind of use an analogy that there is there's a message within a message within the next message. And mm-hmm. I was very fortunate to play pro where it was a lot of older guys. Then I went to junior hockey where I had sixteen to twenty year olds. Mm. And it, it, how you say it would be, your parents drop them off. Mm-hmm. in, say, August 15th, mm-hmm. and they don't pick them up to May. Wow. So through the adolescent years, you're pretty much with those guys. And, you know, they might get yeah. traded, they might be in, they might be out. But you grow up and you watch these guys. Yeah. And I've been fortunate. I, I have uh, two, two, three players on my team right now that I coach in junior in Spokane. Oh, wow. So I got to see these guys when they were the youngsters. Mm-hmm. Now they've grown up. Now they're they're older. Now they're playing pro hockey. So... They kind of have a little relationship with me already, but every day there's something different that happens. Yeah. With junior hockey with billets, schooling, uh, curfew, being on the road. Yeah. Whereas when you turn pro, yeah. there's guys that are married, they have kids, they, yeah. they have families. So now it's technically, this is really a job. So yeah. um, going back to that, it, it, it's been awesome. I had the opportunity to, to grow with some players that are now playing the NHL, watching them in the uh, Stanley Cup 
playoffs right now. So, That's so cool. uh, it is cool. It's cool to see the development of the players. So coaching this year, I mean, we're, we're working our way. We're into the second round of the playoffs for the rush and trying to get our way back to the Kelly cup, bring it back to, to rapid city, really where it should probably be every year, but, um, <laughs> but we're working our way back. And so what have been, uh, what have been, I wouldn't, I don't want to say the struggles necessarily, but we're coming off of COVID, you know, then, then last year was kind of a weird year. You guys, you know, the, the, the scoring system, the wins and losses thing was a little different. And now this year, what's it been like from a coach's perspective, just, you know, I mean, I mean, you're in a, you're in, I guess you're in a tough spot, right? The ECHL, you're in that area where it's like, guys are going up, guys are going down, guys are coming up, guys are going up, you know, it's a constant move. And as a coach, you've got to be able to blend those guys together. You know, so I guess that's kind of what I mean by that. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's, um, you know, the way I see it is when I came in here, um, it was almost like I had to change the culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to have the guys understand and realize what it takes to um, to win and like each other and yep. come to the rink and have fun. Um, and with that whole thing comes working hard, understanding, detail, structure, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so, so what I tried to do when I when I first took the job here, I tried finding core guys, mm-hmm. guys that I knew before, guys guys that I maybe played for me. I think I've four or five guys that have maybe yeah. played for me in Idaho already and I've, guys I've, I've seen play and guys have been captains of different teams. So yeah. bring all those guys together and they get a core group of guys. And within that core group of guys, those guys understand because a coach isn't in a dressing room 24-7, but those players are. Yeah. So if you have the right guys that understand yeah. and they buy into what you preach and honestly know what you're talking about, yeah, then they'll take that into the dressing room. And you weed out some of the guys that, um, you know, maybe don't belong. Mm-hmm. And that's easy. That's the easy thing. But if you look at my roster from the beginning of the season, um, I've only made a few changes. Yeah. I've had a lot of guys go up. Uh, we haven't had many guys that are on NHL contracts, American League contracts, just our two goalies. Um, but I think at one point we sent guys, six or seven guys, up to the American Hockey League that are on ECHL contracts that oh. maybe have never had uh, a sniff before. Mm-hmm. And now they're getting a the sniff, mm-hmm. you know, so bringing those guys back and guys understanding what it's going to take. And my job as a coach is to develop those players. And I always say this, I'm, my job is to develop and bring out the, and maximize the potential of the hockey player that what's in inside you. Yeah. And when you get to the next level, if it's the American hockey, League, if it's the NHL, I want you to stay there mm-hmm. and not just go up there and come back down. Now, if you go up and you come back, Hey, you had a cup of coffee. But maybe yeah. that's where your talent takes you. My job is to produce and maximize the talent to get the guys and, and you know, take their ability as far as they can go. And yeah. Birdie mentions how it's largely the same core group at the beginning of the season. It's also a team, though, that's playing even better than it did at the beginning of the season because he's yeah. maximizing that talent like he's talking about yeah. what his goal is. Yeah, and that change in the culture thing, I mean, I've – you see that, you know, I watch the NFL, you you see it in sports in general, a new coach comes in, it's in, and you need that. You need that culture change for the community. You know what I mean? As a community, we rally behind this team. I mean, this is our, our Rapid City rush, you know, here in Rapid City. That ain't going nowhere. So changing that culture and bringing that team and now a winning team that's going to the playoffs, whether we make it far or not, at least we know. Hey, the bar's been set. Yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. I mean, if you look back, the the Rush haven't made the playoffs in the last seven years, and the, just before that, I think they won the 
the cup in the CHL. Yeah. Right. So if you look back at some of those pitchers and you look back at those days, the energy was rocking and rolling in there. Mm -hmm. Then they kind of slipped a little bit. Right. Yeah. So my job is to get that energy back and bring the energy. And, and that's what we're doing. We're, we want rapid city rush a to be respected in the league again. Yep. And when teams come here and team, we go on the road, Mm -hmm. a, that we are respected. We're respected on the ice and off the ice. And, Um, you know, just talking to different coaches and different people throughout the league, the Rapid City Rush's name is getting out there, and that's a good thing, and that's yeah. what we want. We want the community to be behind us. We want to be out in the community as much as we want, and we want to be able to uh, showcase some good hockey on the yeah. ice. And uh, you were using the word respect, which was actually perfect to segue into my next uh, question for you, or topic rather, is is like what I've noticed about watching hockey is it's kind of like – you look at the MLB or baseball, you know, they got a lot of like that, yeah, but that's the way it is kind of rules. You know what I mean? That respect towards the other team. Sure, it's an opponent. You want to win, but there's a respect factor there. And I noticed that a lot with players uh, interviewing a couple of guys this season, talking with them. It's like even if you kind of take a jab at the other team, they're like, hey, you know, you know, it, it, it's that respect factor. It's like, yeah, you want to go out and take them off their skates, but at the same token, respectfully, you know. Yeah, and it, it hockey is such a small world. It really is. Like, I mean, you could be best friends off the ice, mm-hmm. but you're battling with your teammates on the ice, and yeah. you could be on the other team. Now, you might go for a beer or dinner after, but that's just that's just the nature of the game that we play and the game yep. that we love and the community. And it's the same kind of deal with football and baseball and all that kind of stuff, right? So, yep. and the community, right? So. For us, it's, uh, you know, being together, and, and I've said this over and over, as crazy as it may sound, we have a really tight-knit group of guys. Yeah. Whereas, it's crazy, the guys like each other. And That's huge. the wives and girlfriends like each other. That's I've been on bigger. teams before <laughs> where, you know, there's clicks here and there. Yeah. There ain't no clicks in my dressing room. It's it's crazy. Guys awesome. are out fishing. They're out golfing. Everyone stays together. Everybody buys in. Everyone has dinner yeah. together. It's crazy. And it's at one point this year, my wife was telling me, she's like, do you do you understand? And do you know how many wives and girlfriends are here? I said, no. She goes, I think I counted 18 oh. at once. I said, what? That's cool. Wives and girlfriends flew in for the weekend to see their, their guys and yeah. everyone got along. Everyone comes to the rink together. It's like, that's, crazy and and that's you, good you can only ask for big for that you know what i mean it's unbelievable you don't you don't see that yeah you don't see that camaraderie so. outside of just the players in the locker room to the you know spreading to the families it, it does it builds that and then you go back to the culture thing yep right so players talk wives yep. talk so yep. hey we had a great we had a great uh year in rapid city they do it the right way the ownership takes care of us uh the management takes care of us uh the coaching staff we're, we're developing we're learning we have fun on the ice. We have fun off the ice. You know, mm-hmm. everyone is a part of the family. And that's the biggest thing is building a family within the yeah. what we have in the dressing room. And that's probably why we're not the most talented group, mm-hmm. but we work our tails off and the guys like each other yeah. and they respect, they block shots for each other. So um, that, that, that'll take you, that'll take you a ways. And that's a good yeah. thing. That is so cool. I think, uh, I think hockey is such, I've learned so much about hockey this year and in the past and ever since we got the rush in Rapid City. Uh, growing up, we didn't really have a lot of hockey. I was born and raised here. We just didn't have a lot of hockey in our community. Like I said, I don't even know how to ice skate or rollerblade. I'm a little top heavy, you know, <laughs> so that has a little to do with it. But 
But I see it really building now. And a lot of the guys my son plays ball with, they're all over at the the youth hockey league and playing over there. And you could just see the the community that they're building there. And and then now, you know, you've got that league um, just under us that are kind of owned by the Rush there or whatever. Oh, the uh, the Badlands Sabres. Yes, the Sabres. Jeez. I was yep. Badlands. I couldn't get past that. But anyways, yeah. it's Badlands Sabres. Yep. But you've got that. And I mean, that's an outlet too for people. And it's it's cool to see that building up in South Dakota, Rapid City, because we're north too. You know what I mean? We're yeah. I mean, we're a little ways away from like Canada and stuff, but still, you know, it's we're there. What's cool with that too is when we have players that are maybe um, left behind on a road trip, uh, recouping from an injury or whatnot, yeah. our guys go out and skate with those guys. Yeah. And... To have those guys, and they're younger guys, junior hockey, yeah. to understand that, see some of our guys out there, these are pro hockey players, they make a living doing this, yeah. and now they're out there conditioning to get themselves back, it just brings up the energy in their practice. Right. So again, that's a part of the development. We're helping them, they're helping us, yeah. and uh, that's what we want. We want to, we really do, we want to take this to the next level. Uh, we want to bring, I'll always go back to the respect. We want to be bring the respect back to Rapid City. And for us, you're going to see a lot more of us out in the community, and that's a good thing. So going into the playoffs, what can, uh, as fans go for the rush, what can we look forward to for, for looking? I mean, who knows what the future is going to, going to hold for us. We could be possibly playing, you know, Tulsa or Utah this coming up weekend. And, and uh, you know, and then what, what's going to happen past that. And But what can we look forward well, to? Well, this is uncharted waters for us, right? Yeah. Um, not too many, uh, I mean, in the ECHL, I don't think they've been past the second round. Mm. So for us, it's uh, it's a little bit different. Now, myself, I've, I've been fortunate. I've been lucky to win a few Kelly Cups and mm-hmm. um, go a few rounds into the playoffs. Um, but here, this is now, now this is the nitty-gritty. This is where uh, you really open up the eyes of the scouts. You really open up the eyes of different teams and, and coaches mm-hmm. out there. So for us, it's – then I tell my players, I said, guys – we can do this. We can continue to play or we could be in a week digging ditches. Like, what yep. do you guys want to do? Exactly. And they don't want to live it up. They don't want to let no. it go. Like, they want to come to the rink every day. As much as it is a, a job, these guys love coming to the rink. And they're just so maintained. And this is what they do every day mm-hmm. they wake up. They come to the rink. They go through practice. They watch video. They get better. They work out. They, you know, yep. then they go home and they do it again. Yeah. So give it a week or so and it's all said and done. They're going to be like, I already missed this. So why not go out there and give it your all, which they're doing. And I love it because it's only making them better and it's only getting, um, people seeing them. Yeah. So like they could, like I said, they, they could be digging ditches in a week or we can can continue to roll and and, uh, they want to roll. Well, cool. Well, thank you, coach. I'd really appreciate you for sitting down answering all my dumb questions about hockey. (laughs) One day we'll have to sit down maybe after we win the Kelly cup and, and talk about just playing hockey. Like, just break it down for me. Not knowing crap about hockey would be kind of fun just to chitty chat about it. But Anytime. Thank you guys. Anytime. Thanks, Brian. Glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> the Brandom Podcast. Hey, thanks for listening to The Brandom Podcast. You can always subscribe, follow, and please leave some comments. Also, share it on social media. Tag me in the post. Brandon Jones Radio on Facebook and Instagram. Got something you just got to share with me? Hit me up on my email, brandon at catradio.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-O-N at K-A-T radio.com. And as always, we're looking for sponsors. Love you. Love you.